You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. the official podcast of the Comedy Cellar on Ruddog 99XM and on Ridecast Podcast Network. This is a special Corona edition. We're all doing this from home. This is Dan Natterman, of course. Our longtime listeners recognize my nasal tones. Uh, we're doing this, all of us, via Zoom from our homes in lockdown in New York City. I'm here. Periel is here in her home. I'm not sure where that would be. But somewhere in New York City, Periel, where's your home? I'm in downtown New York City. Dove Davidoff is here, a longtime regular guest and comedy seller comedian from his home out in the swamps of New Jersey. Welcome, Dove, all the way from the darkest corner of New Jersey. (laughs) It's hardly the darkest corner. I'm in a private park right now. It's corona-free where I'm at. So pristine, so sweet. It's like being in a natural spring. You city dwellers are rat-like people, and I only talk to you online. Well, we're glad to have you with us, despite your contempt for the way we live and for our lifestyle. Noam, we are waiting on Noam. Uh, He he had to... We're recording relatively late. This is 1040 right now at night. Uh, Noam had to, I guess, homeschool the kids. Yeah, we're uh, all homeschooling our kids. Well, what the hell is Noam homeschooling these kids? They're going to go to school talking about the Mueller report all day. <laughs> and about Chinese kids not getting into Harvard. Yeah. No, is right. every parent homeschooling their kid? Perry, I mean, define homeschooling. Well, do you, are you officially home? Your kid is home from school, right, Perry? This is as far as we got today. Pretty good. But are you officially homeschooling the kid, or is it just kind of but I, He was supposed to fill out this worksheet, and he wound up writing, I'm super mad. And if you can see how that's well, not everybody's going to have the uh, video, Perry. I think we're just using No, the- everybody's going to have the video. No, for, that's for, the, the, whole- for, the, for the serious broadcast, we're just using Oh, the- right. Well, anyway, the point is, is that he's going to be illiterate if this continues much longer. And it is going to continue. But it, what longer. is the mandate from the, from the Board I of mean, Ed? I mean, there is no mandate from the Board of Ed. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, what can they possibly mandate? I'm saying they could maybe mandate that every parent has to follow some sort of curriculum. I don't know. It would be hard. I mean, supposed to be some video conference element. There is, but I think, you know, everybody's pulling this out of their ass. Of course, yeah. Are the kids going to have to go to school in the summer? This might go through the summer. School's probably not going to reopen, like, for the entire academic year. Yeah, that's right. Initially, it was April 20, and it's not going to happen, most likely. Yeah. So is, is your kid, I'm not a parent, as you know. Dove's a parent, but his kid is below school. You'll never have a kid. Not not likely, no. Not true. I'm not proud of that. But That's uh, not true, either. He's does not want, we're all proud of it. it. There's no judgment associated with it. It's not for him. It's not what he wants. He likes other people's kids, and that's good. He's a good uncle. Leave him be. He's not going to procreate. It's not for him. <laughs> He has nephews and nieces. The Natterman name is so strong. Well, the Natterman name is gone because my it's I have two sisters. So the Natterman name is... But the genetics uh, are so sweet, so strong. And my my one uncle, my father's brother, had a daughter. So so that Natterman name is finished. The Natterman name, but the genetic... The genetics not the Natterman spirit. The name is not gone, but the spirit and the hypochondria <laughs> will live on. Hypochondriacal nature, the, the, the Yiddish cups running around the <laughs> <laughs> nephews and nieces, the bankers of tomorrow. The Natterman genes are alive and well. So sweet. So Periodal, is your kid ha- excited about this? I would imagine if I were a kid, this is like an extra summer vacation. I mean, he's not unhappy, you know? Yeah. He's not. But, you know, it's kind of heartbreaking, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's the heartbreaking part? You know, he won't learn stuff, he'll forget No, anyway. no, no. That like they should be having fun in school with their friends or playing in the park. You know, they can't do any of that. Well, they can still go to you can still go do a, a limited play date. No. Well, first, a, of all, 
the rules in New York right now are we can go outside. A thousand percent no to any social contact. You can be within six feet of each other. But, but not they're by in law. That's by your prudence as a mother has decided that. No, this is by all standard medical advice. Yeah, but I'm saying legally, the yes. kids can go to the park or to a friend's house. Legally, just, yes, but I don't... Legally... Do I hear Noam? I thought I heard a Noam beep. No. I mean, it is... I mean, you should go to... I mean, it's psychotic to even consider having a play date right now. Well, I'm not a virologist or an immunologist or an epidemiologist well, or a numis numismologist. <laughs> I mean, look, but, I, play date. I don't know what Dan's going to do on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. I mean, got somebody coming to the house for a light, a light to medium play date. I hear he traded two rolls of Scott tissue for the for the. Uh, for the, for the empathetic touch of a young lady down the hall. Oh, no, that's certainly not the case. I do have 36 rolls of toilet paper that I uh, bought at the bodega last night. So sweet. So I'm in good shape as far as that's concerned. Uh, you my online then? Because I looked online and I didn't see anything in the next week and a half delivering. Did you order that online? No, I got it at the bodega next door. I went outside oh, into the hot zone. So sweet. So Did you sweet. take a walk today, Dan? I, I did not take a walk, no. Didn't I tell you to take a walk? You Good. told me to take a walk? I'll take a walk tomorrow. Nah, you're going to so crazy. You don't take a walk. you got to take a walk. I was thinking about trying to rent a house outside the city and was told that we really shouldn't go anywhere for 14 days. Yeah. Who, who said that? My doctor. Well, then it's respect for the medical community. Did he ask for a second opinion? And did he say you're ugly too? <laughs> First of all, it's a she. <laughs> and second of all, she's a lesbian. So I think that both of those things are a no. Well, she's a lesbian. She's it doesn't mean she finds you attractive. Well, I would I would if I had to put my money on whether she thinks I'm ugly or attractive, I would bet um the latter. There you go. I, I would too, because I think you are attractive. But oh, thank you, Dan. I was trying to make a joke. I know. I would like to talk about the impact this is having on comedy, since Noam's not here, and we don't have to discuss necessarily uh, political Very stuff. <laughs> um, yes, comedy. Yes, comedy. We as comedians are among amongst the those who are the most financially affected by this. We can't do our art form without right. people gathering. Right, right. Well, among 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 uh, uh, others in the service business and in bars and restaurants and nightclubs and anything else that involves a gathering, but certainly comedians are a small part of that demographic. Right, but we're also uh, uh, psychologically um, ill-equipped to ill-equipped to handle uh, these sorts of perturbations, shall we say, yeah. in, in our daily life. So I think that we are uniquely uh, affected by this. But Dove, how, what, what has happened in terms of your work? I assume you've had many cancellations. 20K in the next, uh, between this month and next, I lose $20,000. And then um, uh, we'll see how it stretches out from there. I mean, as a landlord, people are going to stop paying their rent. But, but Dove is also a landlord. We should be, we should uh, specify yeah, that because not everybody is aware. Regardless of me, it's not about me as much as it is about anybody paying rent or a mortgage. Nobody will be foreclosed on or 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 evicted in the context of the next several uh, uh, months because they would have a, a zombie apocalypse in the streets of um, of New York City. Um, you you can I mean so anyway it's um, nobody knows where this ends. I mean I was just reading about how the Metropolitan Museum of Art. I don't know. It's got to plug into their endowment and their furloughing worker. Like it, it, it's, well, I mean, who's still at work? Healthcare workers. There's a few people driving the trains. Um, you've got some, uh, some, some finance people that are working from home and some attorneys. Um, I'm supposed to close on my house and, uh, you know, I'm selling my house next month. We'll see how it goes. What do I know? I don't, I'm not getting along with my wife. <laughs> I've got a light to medium shining here in Jersey. And uh, well, everybody's talking, a lot of comics are talking about how all the work they're going to get done during this quarantine. You're going to write jokes talking to yourself in a hall. I mean, <laughs> it's dumb. I don't, <laughs> they don't have complete mental breakdowns and wind up 
writing 30 pages of all Jack, uh, all work and no play, make Jack a dull book. It's, it's going to be a stiff overlook. The average comedian is not going to turn up with, with a, a, a tremendous new 35 minutes when they get <laughs> I, I think that the idea that comedians and others are going to use this time creatively has some merit, but I don't think that, I think that when you're stressed and worried and yes. depressed, as many comedians are, it's not the best time to be creative jokes out of it everybody's on the verge of mental illness and if you look at watch any interview with a rapper who goes to jail every time they go and they say you know they go in saying that they're going to write song after so it never happens they come out and anyway I don't know. yeah i mean i don't feel like this is amazing i don't i don't feel like this is amazing for my um anxiety mm-hmm. disorder yeah yeah no <laughs> are you working on a new book periel because you have several books to your credit um, for example, uh, the only Bush is my own. The only Bush I trust is my own. And also, uh, get on your knees and on pray. my knees. Okay. Yes, get on your knees and bang away until the day is gone. Well, I have worked a bit on my novel. I got a couple. Pay- I have to sneeze, but you're supposed to be sneezing, sneezing into your elbow. What's that? You're supposed to be sneezing into your There's elbow. Nobody here, Periel. I, I live all by myself, as I have done for many, many years. Many, many years. The uh, <laughs> I'm going to be doing it too soon, but uh, I, I'm for some reason the sneeze made me feel as though I could possibly. Have <laughs> I mean, I understand that uh, digitally it doesn't get transferred, but I don't really know that. I can't really decide if my shortness of breath is because I have the coronavirus or if I'm just in the midst of like a panic attack. Well, that's the problem with coronavirus <laughs> symptoms is that they all are perfect <laughs> for psychosomatic illness. Shortness of breath is the classic psychosomatic <laughs> symptom. I mean, um, so, you know, anybody that ha- is prone to hypochondria or anxiety is going to wind up having shortness of breath. Every time I cough, I'm like, was that dry? Yes. And this is an aspect of the perfect storm of paranoia that we're all experiencing, in addition to which it's the, the liability is very real. I mean, it just seems like from every angle, there is <laughs> something. I mean, I, if, if you were 80 to 100 years old, have uh, do you... Would you be able to contextualize this at all? I mean, if you're 100, you haven't even lived through the Spanish flu. I mean, so is this this is entirely unprecedented, is it not? Well, if you're 100, you've lived through the war and uh, World War II. And, World War II. You know, you've lived through some, through some pretty nasty stuff. Yeah. Uh, maybe you've gone to war. Um, well, no, if you were 100, you probably would have been, yeah, World War II, you might have gone to World War II. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, no, that's certainly... Uh, and there's I, a meme going around saying, that your grandparents were called upon to go to war, you're being called upon to sit on your couch. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I think, I mean, I think that meme is is interesting because it's true. We're just not, we're soft. We're, we're just not used to it. I mean, if they packed you up and told you to go to Vietnam, then you'd be have a real problem on your hand. You have a story on your hand. Now you're sitting around talking about how you're fighting a virus. But there's This is relatively problem. easy, you know. I mean, financially can be difficult for, yeah. for many people yes. and can be anxiety provoking, but... You know, it's not being packed up. Not at the go being marched into a railway car. Yeah, or that either. Yeah, uh, I mean, fair, fair enough, but it's real. I, but we're I, weak. We're weak. No, we're I mean, come on. The entire world has shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It certainly has. I mean, way to way um, to kill the spirit. I have me, not you guys. I have a question. I mean, I consider both of you. I'm a heterosexual is the answer to that question. Well, Dara Godfrey just texted me. Okay, that's Gilbert Godfrey's wife. See what she said. You know, also in in 1917, the Spanish flu. 18, yeah. Is it, was it 15? I think it was 1918. 1818. Okay, my bad. 1918. Economies were more localized in 1918. And so the the shockwave economically, you know, was very different. I mean, you knew the people often you bought milk from. I mean, now, you know, if a factory in China shuts down, somebody here doesn't get toilet paper. It's an entirely different, um, you know, sort of situation on, on a global 
financial and economic level. What, what does that Dara want? Uh, What's that? I'm asking Perry what Dara wants. Yeah, yeah, what you want? I was just checking in. Um, you know, she said that uh, shit scary. Well, one thing we know about uh, the the Godfreys is they have plenty of uh, hotel soap and shampoo to get through this crisis. Right. She said she just did four loads of laundry and yep. um, so clean, so folded. You know, Gilbert <laughs> Godfrey is a hoarder. He he. Every yeah. time he goes on the road, he he takes uh, shampoo and soap from the hotel. I don't think it's because he's hoarding. I think because it's free. But whatever the reason, uh, rest assured, the Godfreys will have clean hair <laughs> for as long as this uh, crisis continues. Um, here's my question. I consider both of you... What? Yes, your query is... Uh, because I, I consider both of you, you know, sort of um, advanced, high, highly intelligent beings. So, somebody... Um, oh, compared to the rhesus monkey, yes. <laughs> And perhaps even compared to the average comedian, compared to the average, well, maybe not so much. A friend of mine who's actually a judge told me that um, it was ridiculous to think that this wasn't germ warfare. Mm. Uh, I think it's ridiculous to think that it is germ warfare. What, what are you saying? The Chinese are attacking us? Well, she said that I, she said, you know, she's usually, usually not well, a cons- judge is your friend. Is she like a judge on match game or? <laughs> no, or, uh, I mean, she's actually Jamie Farr? Like a very intelligent, level-headed person. So it was really shocking coming from her because it sounds like something I would say, with just like no basis for anything. But theoretically, if it, if it were, wouldn't it have originated here in that whatever germ would have been released into Times Square as opposed to into the Wuhan province and then hopefully butterfly its way over and begin killing Americans after knocking out a bunch of Chinese. It just seems indirect. But yeah, and also getting the French and the Italians uh, along the way. Well, they're, uh, they're all white. <laughs> so is this an anti-white thing? Anti-white, you know. I- <laughs> what about, well, on a related note, that gets us into Trump's insistence on his in his tweets, every tweet is the Chinese flu, the Chinese flu. It's crazy. It's Instead just of just COVID nineteen, or at least the Wuhan flu, I or kung flu, as some people are calling it. What, I think kung flu is pretty bad. But Perio, what is Trump's objective in flavoring the language in in, in this xenophobic, inflammatory? Like, what, what is the objective in calling it that? I think he's trying to distance himself from any responsibility. Right. Well, I think he doesn't like China. Well, he should, because Jack Ma is about to send 500,000 masks and a million COVID-19 tests. You know that, right? Jack Ma. Jack Ma is the wealthiest guy in Europe, uh, in Asia, excuse me. He's the CEO of, or the founder of Alibaba. Will he be sending duck sauce? (laughs) Stupid. He's... They never send you enough duck sauce, I'll tell you that. <laughs> they, they, they never do. Jack Ma is the owner of the Beijing Improv and also the Wuhan uh, uh, Go Bananas. Well, Ma's is not a, a Chinese name. Is that true, Dub? Has he straight up blown us off? Uh, this is unpre- I mean, he has three children at home. If, if this were Fred Kaplan on Zoom, or uh, you, you rest assured he'd be, he would be present and accounted for. I or mean, not Fred Kaplan, but I don't know if this were, uh, you know. Okay, this just famous intellectual. Bernie, it was about to argue before the Supreme Court. We get it. We get it. If we Dershowitz know. were on this, he'd be here. He'd be here. All of a sudden, his kids wouldn't be so important. Yes, right. According to the governor's experts, the peak will come in approximately 45 days, and we will need anywhere between 55 to 110,000 hospital beds and 18,000 to 37,000 ICU beds. Who said and that? My doctor's office. And New York only has 53 hospital beds and 3,000 ICU beds. Well, but given your, the, your, what your judge is saying, I don't know if I trust your doctor. No, my doctor's amazing. My doctor is actually also Jim and Jeannie Gaffigan's doctor, and she saved Jeannie Gaffigan's life, and she writes extensively about her in her book. 
Well, so that, that she's well solid. Be, she's an epidemiologist. She she may be very competent in her field. No, she's but she's not an epidemiologist. She's not an epidemiologist, but she is. Um, she's she's the one to fucking listen she's to. A smart cookie, but I've heard other. You know, and that that may be true, assuming no no measures are taken, but measures are being taken. Such a measure. I mean, look at you got Dove cooped up in his house. I got such a light to medium shining. I got another few days before the walls begin closing in and I and and and, and little twins are at the end of a hallway. <laughs> you know who's gonna make a killing on all this? Divorce yeah. lawyers. Oh yeah, yes, you're <laughs> right. You know, that's funny. That's what that's what they call an externality and consequence of an issue of policy or yes, divorce lawyers are it's gonna be a bonanza. There are millions of couples right now that have never spent more than a week together in the same place. I mean, outside of a vacation context, you're talking about apartments in cities with two people gnawing at one another that usually spend eight hours a day at work. It is a debacle. I mean, Dov, I don't know if you want to discuss the state of your relationship. I know you. I don't. I, you know, nothing. I don't okay. think right now because, but it's not. It's not great. I mean, that's, <laughs> uh, so so sweet. Such a. But you're in a relatively large space together, at least. I right? am very very fortunate with regard to the size of the house and the location of the house. But I still got this woman that I live with, and this, <laughs> and so that could shrink a forty-five hundred foot house pretty quickly. But no, it's a big place. Yeah, I mean, we're in like a thousand square feet at best. Listen, that's twice the size of my mother's old apartment, you know. And, but yes, of course. I mean, you know, it's it's in New York. And can hardly stand each other on a good day. Yes. No, no, you're right. Divorce lawyers are. It's going to be a bonanza. Their phones are not going to stop ringing. For for they, I mean. You know, I mean, however long this thing lasts, you're going to have another year and a half and divorce lawyers are going to be, they're going to be sipping champagne at noon, those guys. I mean, Think about how many people are finding out that the person they're with is in the middle of having an affair. Oh my God, could you <laughs> I mean, we're finding out, you know, what the person they're with is like when, when they don't have anything to do with their hands and all of that anxiety begins to manifest itself in the person they always were, as opposed to the person you thought they were when right. they were briefcase son of a bitch it's gonna be a wild scene out there thank god Love, what have you been doing with your days have you been watching a lot of netflix or no, 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 none of that I, I'm, i've been looking at the stock market i'm researching a little bit i just bought uh, one of warren buffett's uh, favorite books the intelligent investor i want to know where the bottom is at uh you know i mean if i'm not dead by the end of this thing i'd like to make a couple of bucks but also um you know you work out a little bit i took a drive um Thinking about selling one of my cars. I don't need to. I'm not going anywhere. I'm under a quarantine. You understand? My wife doesn't like me. My kid didn't walk yet. He's 16 months old. He thought he was in a boxcar today because I, anyway, yeah, everything's perfect. It's all great. It's going. He great. won't remember it. That's what's good. Yes, I know. It won't scar him because he's having a great time. Yeah. Exactly. The irony of the fact that you're gallivanting around in a t shirt that says hubby. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> It, well, it was a workout shirt. It's not something I would normally wear out of the house, but here we are in the house. I, I have not been working out uh, at home. Normally, I go to the gym. Uh, the reason, generally speaking, I, I don't work out if there's no steam room at the end of the workout. I, the steam room is my motivation. Yeah. Really? True love and my one place that I, I am relatively uh, relaxed at but uh, since I don't have that, I'm less uh, prone to work out in the house. Dove is shadow boxing now. How long do you spend in the in the steam room? Uh, well, um, as long as as uh, as as I can stand it. Typically, well, I what I do is I go in, and then I will I walk out and cool off. Maybe take a cold shower or cool shower. Or go back in uh, forty five minutes or so. Wow. Of, of you know going in and out. Yeah, so sweet. Such a steam. Um, they call him the, the, the steam master. He goes in there, he steams, he walks out, he goes back in, he takes another steam. I mean, you're talking about you can knock off half a day like that before you <laughs> tell jokes for 15 minutes, and the next day he looks forward to another steam. Why don't you get outside, you do some exercise, do a couple of push-ups, whether or not you have the steam to look forward to. 
I think that's good advice, but, but, uh, but I do love esteem. Uh, I don't know if we can conclude anything Freudian, you know, with regard to getting back to the womb and the, (laughs) I don't know, but uh, certainly there's probably some psychological um, grist uh, for the the mill. Um, Well, yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah, you could go somewhere Freudian with that. Although a lot of people like esteem, you just happen to have a bit more of of an affinity for it than, than many. Yes, a lot of people like esteem, but I, you know, but a lot, a lot of people like, uh, but you know, like. Um, are there like really, sex, uh, but then there is, you know, and then, then there's the addicts. Yeah, then you got, then you got your OCD. You got your Tiger Woods. You know, you ever run into an aggressive homosexual in this team? Yes, but years ago uh, at the other location, I go to Equinox, but at this location, it's been fine. At the other location, I had a couple of masturbating incidents. Yes, I did, and and I walked out of the steam room uh, annoyed that I my steam was interrupted <laughs> what do you mean interrupted they were already jerking off when you walked, no, I walked in there, in. Was the in there. he started jerking off where other people got angry and he walked out <laughs> with a piece of his hand i should have said hey beat it but instead i you know i i was uh sheepish and i just walked out of the steam room wait you were in there and somebody walked in and started jerking no, off I, I was in there and somebody else was in there and then That's he started jerking off well, listen, it's slippery in there. We don't know that he was actually masturbating. It's just, you know, when you reach for something every now and then. Um, I had an incident at Crunch Fitness on Lafayette. I saw some guy's towel popping around. I turned to my right, and he was really waxing the old rod. And I said, what the fuck are you doing? And then he tucked it back under the towel. And, and um, you know, I, I, it was a Mexican standoff. You know, I wasn't going to attack the guy, but at the same time, had he kept, yeah, no, you know, I certainly didn't leave. But then he didn't leave, and we just sat. It was very awkward, so awkward. In the locker room? No, steam room. No, no, it was actually a sauna. It wasn't a steam room because you could see well. There was no mist. There was no mist in the room. But it was, it was a classic Me Too moment. But um, you know. And, um, you never hear stories about women doing this shit. No, no, women. Only are... fucking men. I have never walked into a room and then a woman no, walks women, in and women, just starts uh, masturbating. No right. one's arguing that women in many ways are the superior yes. uh, sex in, in certain ways. Now, if you, wanna, if, you want, if you want uh, a bridge built yeah. with some ironworking done. Ironwork, yes. You know, I think men probably are, are the people you want to turn to in that situation. I was, the guy was working his iron in the sauna when Dan walked out. He was working an iron, all right. There was an iron work. Uh, such a steam fitting. I just sent Noam a text. I find this uh, disturbing, you know. At least he could send a text saying, you know, I can't make it tonight. But um, Listen, there'll be, there'll be another night. We'll, we'll, we'll talk steam. We'll talk corona. I didn't want Noam's opinion on... Uh, you know, whether he thinks that what, what effect this will have on Trump in terms of whether this will uh, favor his uh, reelection or not. Well, we're, well, we will get it. This is our first one. And, you know, I think that it's a really nice thing that we're able to do this. Yes, it is nice. I mean, I was thrilled to see both of your faces. Listen, it really reduces, you know, the... the the experience of not only things closing in, but the unnatural kind of um, context in which we're all just not coming into contact with people. I mean, video yeah. is a form of contact, which reduces the anxiety brought about by, you know, we're, we're social animals. I mean, what's it like by you, though? Are people out? Well, it's because it's it's this park setting. And so there, there, there's a guards and then they can walk around. There's a lot of social space and there's a little playground, but no one's there. Um, so it's, um, it's the oldest, it's actually an interesting place. It's strange. It's the oldest uh, planned community in America. And so there are houses from the 1800s. It's 12 miles from the city. It's in West Orange. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, if you got to be quarantined, I mean, and then like, can you go, when you go to the store, is there like stuff there? Or is- 
Is it empty? There's a Whole Foods by me. I mean, they're running low on frozen goods and dry goods, you know, dry stuff. I'm saying goods, like I'm riding into town on a horse. Goods. I don't think I've ever even called it that. Um, they've got um, they've got fresh stuff um, so far, but we'll see what goes on next week. I went to Costco and there were cops in front and then a guy on a speaker saying that they're out of, you know, paper goods and, and water. I was at Gristiti's a couple of days ago and I almost never go shopping for food because I do most of my eating out, but uh, they, they were well stocked in pretty much everything. Now yeah, my yeah. stove doesn't work because uh, there was like a gas leak and, and they disconnected it and I never bothered getting a new stove. So I'm limited to that, which doesn't need a stove. And <laughs> an oven. So I, I got cereal, uh, sandwiches, sandwich meat, um, dried apricots uh, and such. I'm finding myself very hungry the whole day. I don't know if that's because when there's nothing else to do, you get hungry, but I, a no. lot of people are saying they've just been eating through all of their, their, they bought. Yeah, it was like then, you bought food for a month and then you ate it all on the second day. Yeah, so I, I assume people are gonna become fat at the end of all of this. We're all gonna, no one's gonna be able to recognize each other when we all see each other get at the comedy cellar. Yeah, listen, divorce rates are going to shoot up. You know, everybody's going to be, you know, not fit. I mean, it's gonna, it's it, it'll be a funny looking place when everybody wanders out of uh, their apartment for the first time five months from now. We'll see. Uh, Periel, um I'm talking to Noam. Oh, okay. What does he Noam said, have to say? He said, I fell asleep. All Too right. much going on for me today. I'm sorry. Well, he tell him he can join us for just 10 well, minutes. I did. I Pardon? just did. I just did. I said, why don't you um, join for a little? Yes, join. and his response to that. I mean, I'm not holding on. I mean, I'm not holding out on you. Let's see what he says. Um, so have you been fi finding yourself, Periel, uh, Gorging on your provisions. <laughs> your provisions, have you? I'm trying not to, although <clears throat> I don't usually have stuff like this laying around. Ah, uh, so yeah, good. good. Nothing yeah. like a good take. Yeah, it's a good I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, if we're not going to see the peak for this for 45 days, Noam will be joining us next week. Oh, come on, man. Look, I mean, yeah. You know, but what's, what's also funny about all of this is that, you know, 48 hours into the really heavy, you know, uh, quarantine stuff, uh, people are already talking as though, as though, it, you know, they've gone through some sort of intense experience. I mean, it's going to get, I, I don't know about exponentially tough or psychologically, but I, I mean, we're I mean at, we haven't seen anything yet. We haven't seen anything yet. Anything. No, no. Well, maybe, you know, maybe, um, it won't be what we think. Maybe somebody will come. I read that in Australia, you know, you read a lot of things. There's a lot of different information coming at you. But I read in Australia that there's they're experimenting with these medications, this combination therapy that seems to be effective against coronavirus or the Chinese virus, if you will. Stop calling it that. You know what else is going on? Well, I I'm saying could, somebody could come to the rescue. I got a text. I don't know if you can see it says it says I miss you um, and it's from a number that I don't know which is an indicator that the 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 likely the Nigerian scammers are <laughs> up and preying on people's psychological vulnerability somebody's sitting in an apartment right now that isn't me getting that and writing back and then before you know it there's a relationship um, well, it could be, Dove, that you've had a history. There's no, this is no secret. I'm not telling tales out of school, but prior to your being married, there were, oh, I would say five or six thousand. Um, no, they, they, that you've had a history that there could be any one of the young ladies. Thousand? Five or six no, I'm thousand? I'm exaggerating. Uh, to no, it's under, it's under, it's under, likely under a thousand. <laughs> No, no, they wouldn't send a text like this. I, and I miss you is, it's a, it's a random, it's cryptic. It's meant to, to, to grab you because if they had actual personal knowledge of who you are, there would be some context to that. Nobody from five years ago just says, I miss you. They, they would say, hey, it's so-and-so, or they would place 
you know, something. Yeah, say, do you still person. like, if they knew you, they might say something like, do you still like to get uh, fucked with a strap on? <laughs> or you still enjoy a good pegging is what they'd say if they knew yeah, you. And then you'd know that it was somebody that actually, yeah. although I suppose if you sent out a hundred random texts, do you still enjoy pegging? Yes. A few I'm people gonna... would be like, wow, so this is obviously someone that knows me. Yeah, you get a couple of But I don't know what, what, what kind of scam that would be. I mean, what, what's the end game of such a scam? Well, you ask you for money. I, I mean, there are a number of scenarios where people will end up getting personal information and then using that to scam somebody. I mean, I saw some mini documentary with some older cat fell in love with a, it was a Nigerian guy on the other end of it, but he thought it was a delightful young lady and they were sending pics. It happens to me on, um, that girl from Russia or someplace in, e yeah. yeah, that was so fucked up. He was American though. He lived here. Yes. Yes. He was yes. Guy that lived here. Don't underestimate what that kind of isolation could do to somebody or a sense of loneliness. I mean, any kind of connection, could build one into believing that which you know uh, you know is is unlikely or, or should well, you're uh, correct that, when you say that you that. Under, you not, that me of a time at a strip club in vegas yes there you young and i was feeling lonely uh i was on the road so sweet. not quite the uh confident man that you that you uh that you know today that you know, we all say that we all know and love <laughs> and the, and the stripper said Come to me to the champagne. This was Vegas. She said, come with me to the champagne room, 300 bucks. I said, well, what goes on in the champagne room? She says, don't worry about it. You won't regret it. You won't regret it, baby. Well, $300 later, I regretted it. Regretted it. <laughs> All that happened was some three, she implied, like, I thought this is Vegas. And I, I thought, all right, it's Vegas. Anything goes that, you know, for 300 bucks, you would get some sort of sexual uh, satisfaction. But it was yeah. the same um three lame uh lap dances and no blow job nothing and and what am i going to do at that point am i going to complain to the manager that she didn't do something illegal because in fact it is illegal in las vegas it's not illegal in the reno area but it is illegal. right no 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 it's still illegal in a strip club in reno they just have places that if you want to have sex for money you okay. can do but they're designated but the point is, I fell prey to that sort of thing. Yes. Uh, my uh, desperation at the time yes. uh, got the better of me. That's exactly right. <laughs> and uh, I was out $300. And a gig that I probably was only making 1000 for the week at the time, if not, probably less, in fact. You got suckered, baby. Uh, but that was a lesson well learned. I don't tolerate strippers anymore. They, I tell them to beat it. I see they come my way. I'm, I'm here for the, I'm here for the, uh, for the buffet. You want to pay for sex, you, 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 you go, you pay for it like a gentleman. You don't walk around a club where the conceit is I'm going to dance for you and then maybe something happens in the champagne room. Don't be a sucker. I mean, well, do you have that? Are you against prostitutes also for that reason or is Pardon? that okay? Prostitution Pro is honest. Prostitutes, I, I'm, you pay me X, I give you Y. Strippers, yes, you're uh, theoretically, uh, you know, you're supposed to understand that this is just a fantasy, but they take advantage of lonely people that men that might think they have a chance with this stripper. And, you know, By the way, that's pardon? a segment. I'm saying that's a segment of the economy right now that must have just been obliterated. I mean, look, that's what I was just going to say. Do you think prostitutes are still working? No way, right? I don't I listen to who. I mean, one who would still do that? I guess if you're a drug addict, sure, I guess you put yourself to, you know, some sort of awful uh you know in, in terrible situations but you gotta think it's diminished one the, the the demand um and unless you're a heroin addict i would imagine it's diminished the supply as well now so, if both parties were to wear a mask and club um yeah i mean and not there's no kissing i don't know can if you can get corona via intercourse well there's already apparently a whole section of corona porn uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I heard about that. Yeah. Are you sure? People are into. I mean, Corona I, porn. People fucking with masks and gloves on. Well, okay. I mean that uh, that I don't see why that 
would be uh, interesting to people, but okay. I mean, I guess everyone. Yeah, listen, there's no accounting for what's interesting to people. I've never gotten, you know, I don't understand why you jerk off on somebody's foot, but some people, somebody <laughs> likes it. I don't know why people do yeah, it. Yeah, I knew somebody who was. Yeah. Foot a, person? Yeah, foot yeah. fetish. They love it. Mm-hmm. They can't get enough of the stuff. He was gay guy, but like hardcore foot fetish. Like would like to like go into like a filthy bathroom and like hump your boot, motorcycle yes. boots ideally. Such a boot, such a sweet sweet humping of a boot. <laughs> I mean, listen, there's no accounting for what people are into. For God's sake. Um. So let me ask you guys this: If the peak for this is in 45 days, yeah. the peak, that means that we've got at least 90 days ahead of us of this. Well, I, again, I don't know where your information comes from. And, I keep and telling you. You're interpreting it correctly. Um, I know that China has already, as I understand it, managed to reverse uh, the curve. Um, That's because they had they weren't allowed to leave the house for two months, honey. Yes, and they're able to mobilize that type of, um, I don't know, those parameters that much more here it's been piecemeal and they were able to do it en masse i mean the article i read was that they did it so much more effectively that um that we've already missed the boat in terms of being able to match that level of reduction in terms of flattening the curve or so i mean people there were thousands of people on the beach in florida yeah yes uh, like yesterday not wuhan there were no thousands of people on a beach in wuhan then but but, but they're all young people what it happens, doesn't matter. They're spreading it. You can be asymptomatic. Well, if you just isolated the at-risk people and let all the... Hear me out. <clears throat> you, you, let, you, you isolate all the at-risk people. You let the young people all get it, and they develop a herd immunity. You know what a herd immunity means? That's when someone says, hey, I heard you was immune. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> He's already got it, baby. He's got it. You think the corona was going to diminish those punchlines? Not going to happen. <laughs> got it. No, like if enough people are immune, then it kind of stops it. And so maybe if we let all the young folk get it. That's and, not and how this us. thing works. But don't tell me how this works. I've been <laughs> in the a long time. <laughs> well, I think maybe. Um, it's going to be three months. But again, if we just isolate the at-risk people, logically speaking, I'm not sure why that would be a bad policy. Because it's, first oh, of all, so it's, it's not feasible, number one. I mean, which you could just end there, technically. It's not feasible. That's like, it's not going to happen. Well, I don't know if it's feasible. Like, if, I, if, if you know that you're in an at-risk group, then you can, uh, you know. Uh... So, you, you, you well, um, I, I guess it presents other types of liabilities, certainly for older people. I mean, if young people all got it and older people stayed really quarantined, but that would take some very specific Marshall level of kind of societal crazy idea too well you're dealing with a man who's on the edge perio you talk to him in 40 days from now you're <laughs> suggesting that the alternative is i gotta stay here for another two months and i'm telling you that ain't gonna happen <laughs> yeah i'm getting out of here one way or another yeah but, where uh, you go? Where are you going? I don't know. But if look, the people that have like huge estates, I mean, you know, if I had a big, big, big house on an island somewhere, that'd be one thing. But I, I'm dealing with a studio apartment. You know, I, I you, but you can walk outside as long as you keep. Well, the can't, you, you can go to Central Park, right? You can't, You don't want to touch anything. And if you're going in anywhere in close quarters, the mask, the glove, you know, I mean, but, but. It lives on plastic for up to three days. Yeah, right. I'm optimistic. I think, I don't know how, but I think that it's going to, uh, I don't see that we're going to be quarantined for 90 days or 45 days. I I am optimistic, but, um, but perhaps I'm optimistic, but I also thought I would have a big career by now. So (laughs) when, when one wants something, uh, one one uh, convinces oneself. Well, I think you made a good point about us, you know, a generation from now, not being able to look back and talk about how we fought the big one because we were sitting and we were fighting by 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 gnawing away at a taste a taste cookie. That's how I fought the war. 
<laughs> the whole economy went flat while I sucked down a double taste. Oh, and then, you know, listen, the one great thing it's done is it put, there is no politically correct. I haven't seen one printed word using uh, with the term microaggression in a, <laughs> since this thing began. Not one person is worried about what, you know, whether it's a transvestite or a Zay or a Zay. I mean, it's all gone out. Nobody cares. Well, I wonder if there's going to be any permanent effects to all this. If it is what, what Periel's suggesting, a 45-day, a 90-day affair, will this instill in us some sense of perspective when it's all over, such that I we hope so. I are not hope as so. small and petty when this is all over and perhaps we see the world differently? Yeah, for two weeks. Have <clears throat> you met any human animals? These people can't remember a lesson. Every well, time there is that, yes. Our kids are going to be not that bright. Judy Gold... Um, wrote on Instagram, well, you know, talk about like, let's look on the bright side. At least we don't have to worry about school shootings. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you got to worry about them getting the ash, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That, I that, wonder is, what's that is a positive. Like, the truth <laughs> is there probably will be a lot, well, but there'll be a lot less drunk driving deaths. I'd imagine there'll be a lot less, nobody's drinking at bars and driving home. There'll probably be a lot less, I guess, robberies and street crime i'd imagine a, a lot of you think that's the case why would there be so much less you think all the robberies that otherwise would have been taking place you think they're they, they were they were being um well they're people, they're, they're exercising extreme cautions the robbers right you're right they were jumping through windows and stealing tvs to buy heroin you think they're going to be sitting <laughs> home going maybe i should think the better of who the hell do you Maybe I should self-quarantine. Yes, I should self Okay, but I all right, but I I stand firm on less drunk driving accidents. Yes. That I stand firm on. That that's reasonable. Less drunk driving. Um, so, you know, I guess less people, yeah, less traffic accidents. I in general. Yes. I stand firm on that just that No, that no, no, that's a good one. Um in terms of in terms of, you know, the bright side, you know, to to uh, uh, add to uh, Jody Judy uh, Gold's yeah, yeah. So in cheek but perfectly logical yes. statement that there'll be less school shootings. Yeah, well, there's no school, so yes, that's true. Um, also, I do wonder also if, when this is all said and done, can we finally? And I know, Dove, you're you've mentioned this. Can we finally jettison the handshake? Oh, I hope to God we can. I've been trying to get. I've been trying to get out of this for for, for a decade now. Really? Oh, I can't stand it. Shaking somebody's hand? Oh, by the way, I don't believe in any, you know, all that stuff is, you know, but I just don't like, yeah, the hand thing is not good. Not good. You you see what goes on with these hands. They're everywhere. It's not good. Because people are filthy. Yeah, people are, uh, people, it's not good. It's not good. The fist bump, but, you know, a a good bow and a nice Wuhan style bow is the way I like to. I think they bow in China. That's a Japanese thing. Do they bow? Don't worry about what goes on in China. There's plenty of bowing. Plenty of bowing. Is that true? They don't bow in China? I don't, I, 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 maybe they may. You know, I don't know. But but I, I associate bowing with Japanese people. Now there. Now I don't lump all Asia, East Asians together because I'm a little more sophisticated than that. Some people would just say Japanese, Chinese. Uh, what's the difference? But I don't do that. I distinguish. There are enormous differences. I did. I did associate uh, um, most Asian cultures with a bow with regard to the Koreans, the Japanese, and the Chinese. Uh, that's what I, I. I could be wrong, but that's a good point you're making. I, well, I don't know. I could, I could Google that, I suppose. But I'm going to Google it right now. You Google it. Um, there we go. There we go. Right here. Do the Chinese bow. We're going to get an answer to this right, right now. Do the Chinese bow. Yeah. Let's see. Traditional greeting in Japan, Korea, China, and Vietnam. Uh, bows are the traditional greeting in East Asia, particularly in Japan, Korea, and China. They all bow, baby. Such a bow. Hey, I think I think that they they bow at the different. You know, some people go for a full, then some people go hey, yeah. Isn't how deep you bow indicative of like when I say Dan, I go I go very deep. I'll sometimes I I go deep with a bow. You know, you see somebody, you see some of these comedians. I give them 
hey, hey, they're lucky to get a half a head nod out of me. I don't think that bowing is something as Americans, I don't see that uh, um, taking root here. But the fist bump, I think, is an option I'll get behind. I agree. The fist bump. It's a little, perhaps, we associate it with urban culture. And uh, for that reason. Like R&B slash hip hop hurdle to be overcome. But I think. For that reason, it's hard. It will be hard, perhaps, for the more more traditionally minded folks, yeah. uh, the older folks, and the more conservative folks to uh, perhaps adopt the fist bump. But I do think it is a better alternative to yeah. the handshake. Well, I, I just think it's going to be a while before we see, uh, you know, an older white politician. You know, where we, you know, I mean, we're still we're still involved with this handshake. I think it comes from a time it's when still involved. What's that? Yeah, like, we're still involved with this handshake. The handshake. <laughs> Um, this uh, very involved, but the um, the Biden thing is, is is interesting. I mean, you know, since this has a political lean, you know, it looks like he's going to be the guy to run against Trump. And right now, I mean, if anything can weaken Trump, I mean, you got to think it's it could be it could be a Wuhan flu uh, that flattens the world economy, and then his team doesn't seem to mobilize. Even conservatives are being critical in terms of the, the degree of mobilization, um, and um, smoothness with which or lack thereof although i just read something in the national review about them there are people that say that 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 trump's anti-immigrant stance will be reinforced by this so that people will say oh see trump is right we need to enforce the borders i don't know the borders wouldn't prevent this well, well that may be true but i think the general notion a the border xenophobia, you know, that kind of yes, thing. Yes, I think so. I think that might find resonance. Right. You know, and I think that this this I mean, as long as you have an airport that accepts flights from other parts of the world, you're gonna get uh, you know, another hopefully much less egregious Wuhan flu, you know. Well, you know, they, they do say that the last several uh outbreaks are that uh, that several that China seems to be a source of many new well, did, um, but some come from other places. Wouldn't Ebola come out of Africa, right? I mean, there, there were no sure, But I know that China seems to, as I've read from you know reliable sources, that China does see because of their their uh, the handling of meat and their yeah yeah they they give some wild dietary stuff. But also uh, also they're one billion people, right? Yeah. So if you just as a percentage of the population on planet Earth, yeah. if more are going to come out of there than Iceland, for God's yeah, sake, certainly more Rhode Island. Uh, more than Rhode Island, you got more people in one apartment building in Hong Kong than all of Ice than all of Reykjavik. Pitcairn Island. Oh, Pitcairn, Pitcairn. Oh, you know, Pitcairn Island. That's that's where the uh, mutiny on the bounty people went mutiny to. Mutiny on the bounty on Pitcairn. Sure, I know it very well. Um, but you know, so uh, Bill Gates did a TED talk years ago. I, I, you know, I was I was watching it. I had to stop because we were doing our show. But uh, he did a TED Talk, I think, in 2015, where he was talking about how we're not ready. If you Google TED Talk, Bill yeah, Gates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's everywhere. Did you send that to me, Perio? I, I saw that Maybe. somewhere. Somebody sent it to me that 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 uh, Bill Gates predicted that we are not ready for the next big outbreak. And I should, I'll watch it when we get done here. Uh, but did you see it, Perio? Well, I didn't see it. Ready, ready, ready in what context? Well, I don't know. I haven't seen the TED Talk. Okay. Well, I mean- wonder how ready one can be for this type of thing. And I read, and again, this is in a conservative paper in the National Review, the author talked about how the types of governments that are very good at mobilizing extremely quickly and creating a martial law-like atmosphere are uh, more, um, uh, not austere, what's the word? They're they're, more, more, uh, well, he, he used China as an example yeah, of government autocratic, autocratic, I think. It's autocratic. Right. Societies that are less free are much better at mobilizing very quickly. And they're saying that the price you pay for being in a society where there are lots of freedoms is that you are not going to flatten the curve as quickly and efficiently as they did over there. But next time, perhaps, we'll, we'll react more quickly. We're, we're, perhaps we're a little more spring-loaded the next time uh when we hear something like this we'll react 
a week, say a week earlier than we reacted this time. And, and which, by the way, in, in a situation like this could be a very but significant. Very big. Although human nature is suggestive of the idea that that won't be the case. It'll be a few years from now. It'll be a different administration. We'll get lax again. Look at all of these the financial debacles every 10, 20 years. It, it keeps happening. We never. I mean, people are still walking around outside like nothing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, well, they'll I mean, walk it's around. Mental until... illness, like it really is mental illness. I don't think it's mental illness. They have a different perception of it than you do. They have a different risk aversion than you do. They're probably younger people that rightly don't think that they are in a mortal danger, and that's statistically true. But why is that the only mitigating factor? Is whether it affects you personally? Like, what about everybody it's the only else? Factor, but it's a factor that motivates younger people to uh, be less concerned. Well, you know what I think? I think that everybody and, and, who's not doing this should need to go volunteer in an emergency room for one week. Yeah, that'll solve it. Um, I really do think that because the risk that our the healthcare professionals and the doctors and the nurses and the emergency room doctors are yeah. taking is insane. Yeah. And to have some self-entitled fucking 23-year-old going out to the bars because he's not going to get sick yeah. is just psychotic. Well, and the bars are closed, but there are people in the park. What do you yeah. say? Look, uh, they'll stop when they're legally obligated to stop. Well, and, uh, and, and you know, I mean, it's coming. I mean, if people can't stop, you know, can't, can't uh, use discretion on their own they're going to create some form of martial law i mean i guess cuomo said that they don't want to do it right cuomo but, said but on a federal level it can override it down. yeah well the city's already shut down so they shut it down such that you can't even go outside like in in italy i think or in france you have to have a piece of paper both and i think it's kind of the honor system but you have to sign a piece of paper saying i'm going out for an urgent uh need i have to go shopping or buy something, uh, medication or whatever, and you have to sign a piece of paper attesting to that. It's yeah. in both. It's in France and in Italy. Yeah, so they're doing that. So you can't even go outside without a good reason, or even to walk your dog, I think, is an acceptable reason. So uh, is, they have isn't the language shelter inside already being used, something along the yeah. line? It's that, that's what that means. That you, Shelter inside basically means you're not going outside without a damn good reason. Right, which is a, a soft form of martial law, isn't it? Yeah, well, they, you ha well, in order for that to work, you have to have it to enforce it, which means you have to have some police presence. Yeah, well, there, yeah. there is. I mean, yeah. and there is. And, and I guess there's also public shaming. I mean, you know, okay. I think if they did that, most people would obey it. Uh, but I don't know if that's true. Without um, the problem with 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 allowing people to behave. Um, and hoping that their discretion gets the better of them is that it's like hecklers in an audience. It's the kinds of people who lack the self-awareness necessary to crow out. There's no winning in that scenario, and yet they, they're compulsed to behave like that anyway. It's the same people running around outside without any self-awareness. There is no discretion. So that that's why we need so many fucking you know, rules and attorneys. That's why you need a martial law with these animals. Well, you can't have, like, you can't have police everywhere. I mean, you could at enormous cost. You know, you, 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 you know, you could have, I mean, like speeding. I mean, most people speed and don't get caught. But if, if the punishment is severe enough for the ones that do get caught, I, it can dissuade everybody from taking the chance, I guess. Well, not quite everybody. I don't know if you've heard anything about the prison system in America, but there are a couple of million people that weren't dissuaded. But I hear you. <laughs> That's but, the other thing is the prisons. Prisons. The prisons. I don't know much about. I know I've been reading that that's an issue, but I don't know much about that. Well, well it, go ahead, Perry. No, go ahead. Well, no, I heard something that, that part of the issue was <laughs> the law and order component is they they actually are looking to avoid arrests because they want they don't want to introduce any carriers into the prison population right now. They're into jails, and that being a liability. Um, and then also someone was arguing for the, you know, sort of, I don't know what it's called when they release you from, from prison. The early, the early release of the elderly oh. prisoners. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that, which is a different scenario than not arresting new people that may be carrying it. 
Well, in Italy, the guards just abandoned the prisons and the prisoners took over and went into the infirmary and started overdosing on all sorts of drugs in there. Everybody rife with coronavirus. Can you imagine? (laughs) Nothing like a... I mean, can you imagine if that happened at like Rikers? God. What a mess. This whole thing is such a mess. I hope it doesn't spin out of control. I mean, right I'm now- I'm optimistic. I think we'll have, in a week's time, there'll be some good news. I think a week's time, it will be better than Periel's prediction that we will see um, that it will we'll come back here next week and we'll, and we'll <clears throat> be a little bit uh, more relieved. Periel, I, would, I had asked Dove about his entertain, what he's doing. What have you been up to? Have you been uh, watching Netflix? I've been watching Office. The Office? Hello? Perry, are you The Office? Friends? What's that? I've been watching The Office. Wasn't that an old show? I, you know, I never got into that, but... Yeah, uh, it's great. I mean, I've watched it before. Um, and, you know, I'm playing with my six-year-old. Yeah. And trying not to um, commit homicide or become a victim of domestic violence. Yeah. Well, we certainly wish you luck. Uh, it, it won't be easy. Um, <laughs> I watched, today I watched uh, Jerry Maguire. Remember Jerry Maguire? Yeah. <clears throat> Tom Cruise? It was kind of dumb, I thought. As, really? as many movies are years You later. sound surprised by that. Pardon? You sound surprised I by that. I remember it was a big deal at the time. time got such good reviews. at the time and a, a, a well-beloved movie at the time. But, um, but I was watching I it now. I mean... You know, uh, this guy's this great athlete, um, Cuba Gooding Jr., but he wasn't making any money because he, the, the, I mean, he wasn't getting a good contract because he didn't, ha- he didn't, he wasn't like friendly to the press or whatever. I don't know. It didn't seem realistic to me, but again, Sounds I don't know. riveting. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a fun movie. It's got Renee Zellweger in it, who's adorable, and Tom Cruise is charming. But the plot well, seemed a little kind of stupid to me. But then again, I don't know the world of sports uh, um, agenting. I but. find Tom Cruise absolutely revolting on every level. Oh, well, on every level? The connection, the connection's going out. Oh, there we go. Well, you're back. I mean, he's insane. He's in like a full-blown cult. Well, well, be that as it may, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the man's. Well, you said clemency. he was charming. You said he was charming. I think he is charming in his in his roles. In real life, I never met the guy. But, never met um, Hitler but, either. Not that I'm. Compa- <laughs> I mean, not that I'm comparing the two. But, but what is that? Have to do? Are comparing the two, and that's the absurd comparison. And I'm not, I just said I'm not. If were a good actor, I would acknowledge it. <clears throat> um. You know. you, I'm set, my point was not that I was comparing them, but that you can draw conclusions about people whom right, you've without, never met without having spent 20 minutes in a sauna with the person. You don't. You don't need to shake. You know, I, I never broke my arm, but it looks like it. it <laughs> you know, it's, it looks like it's painful. No, Thank you, Dev. In his roles, I find him in his roles. Um, speaking of roles, that's another thing I bought at the supermarket. <laughs> You know, anything ready to eat is what I'm getting at. No steaks, no chicken, no bats. Were you able, were you able to get paper towels as well, Dan, or and toilet paper? No, well, I don't. I, I have paper towels. I don't use paper towels that much. Um, oh, right, you don't cook that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have what I need. Do you have um, disinfectant spray and stuff? Because like the doorknobs and all of that, you're supposed to be spraying down. I'm not getting quite that obsessive compulsive. I'm washing <laughs> my hands. It's not obsessive. I'm washing compulsive. my hands. That should suffice. When I come into the apartment, yes, uh, I've touched various things that I have touched in the outside world. I wash my hands. So I think that should suffice. I don't uh, know why that wouldn't be adequate. Just want to, you know, just want to make sure that you're not exposing yourself, wor- worrying about you. Very exposed, psychologically. Uh, there's only so much I'm willing to, and I'm an obsessive person, but there's only so much I'm willing to just completely be 
obsessed by this. I hear you. I'm washing my hands. I think that should suffice. I'm not disinfecting every surface I touch. Yeah, no, no, I know. Me too. Me too. I got, you know, now I might if this if if I if I read that this virus just is is, is more deadly than I'm told that it is, but um, you know I'm 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 not at this point moved to to carry around disinfectant with me everywhere I go. Oh, that's what I'm doing. Well, that's certainly uh, your your right to do it. I'm not uh, going that far. Um, I think we we've got about an hour. We're, we got about an hour. Yeah, or more. Okay. <clears throat> um, well, well, well. I guess next week. I assume we'll still be absent a miracle. We'll still be uh, doing this from our apartment. Dove is shadow boxing quite impressively. I dare say. I know that's not bad. Yeah, Dove's got some moves. No question about it. Um, He's the only one who's going to be in shape at the end of all this. But you know, um, hopefully next week Noam will uh, join us. Yeah, it sounds like it. And uh, I wish you. I, I'll be speaking to you, I guess, during the week. Yeah, good to hear from you guys. Peace, love. Uh, you let me know when, when uh, you know, when we do it again. And um, all the best, Periel. And um, stay warm and safe.